Super, you guys, it's time for another episode of Powerful Startup Stories. And I've just got such an awesome guest, because why wouldn't she be? <laughs> the whole point of this. So Cara Boobolds is joining me today. And you guys, like, she's young, she's bright, she's driven and determined. And she's gone through quite a like removing of the stickiness journey to get to this point. And now that she's done that pre-work or even just surrendered to that being the journey, she's really in a place of being able to build some momentum. So I'm going to use a fitness analogy in this um, where like she, you know, had a hundred pounds to lose and slowly um, with consistency and discipline um, built more and more momentum, built more, muscle mass and shedded that weight in order to get to the place that she is. And it's important for you to know this because you need to know that where you're at is part of your so-called hundred pound weight loss journey. Okay. So Cara has been kicking butt for the last eight, nine months serving as a full-time online business manager, which I certified in a few years ago too. And I really freaking love so much. It's such an amazing industry and I always get super excited to meet others who are in it. Um, she's doing that full-time, but on her way here, she went on a few um, exploratory places, including multi-level marketing, um, which is great because you learn so much in that. And then she has four kids <laughs> aged five and under, which is a handful of itself is a lot to manage. Um, and now working from home, serving full time as an online business manager and in a place of like creating sustainable revenue on a regular basis, which is super awesome. So Cara, welcome to the show. Add, edit, as you see fit to that intro. I'm so excited to chat with no, you. No, that was great. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, no, that was perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Everything you said, it has been a journey to get here. And I'm excited to share a little bit of the insight on the journey to be here. Um, yeah. And hopefully just create peace and hope for anybody else who's, you know, in the midst of their journey and trying to find that um, path to success. So, so when you started, we'll say air quotes here, started this, uh, would it be fair to say that your entry into the entrepreneurial world started a handful of years ago with uh, multi-level marketing or whatever? It did, yeah, network marketing. exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, it actually was right after I had my daughter, I think a lot of new moms, especially <laughs> stay at home moms are like, I need something to do with my life. Like mm -hmm. but I want to be able to stay home with my baby. And it was just that drive that was like, I was looking for anything. And the only thing I knew that I could get into was MLM. So okay. I joined Beachbody. I think I did okay. Herbalife for a little while, okay. <laughs> a bunch of different ones. Yeah, I saw some success, um, but I, I quickly realized that what I was doing with the MLM was not getting me to what I had exactly a vision for me and my family. And so okay. I kind of, I took what I learned from it when it came to consistency, when it came to learning about how to talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, I actually joined back into the nine to five workforce, mm -hmm. um, tried doing that for a while, again, was unhappy with trading my time for money and not being home to see my kid and still barely being able to pay for my guests to get to work yeah. after childcare. It was yeah. awful. 
So I jumped back into the entrepreneur world pretty quickly. Um, and I opened a photography business actually. And yeah, oh my goodness. From there, I started really investing in my education when it came to the business side of things, mm-hmm. how to run a business mm-hmm. successfully and yeah. just in a smart way yeah. <laughs> as yeah. well. Um, I also invested in a few courses, just all about marketing. One course was just specifically about how to speak to people and how to talk to people in a way that is just really genuine and really authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really insightful. Um, and then I ran into another roadblock with photography. I was <laughs> working Long again. Hours, yeah. editing photos, not being able to clock out, exactly. having to always get another client, book another event. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of logistics and time. It's, and again, does. time trading, right? And and the yeah. fee for service gets diluted as more hours trickle into the yes. sold package, right? Yeah, it's kind of where people talk about they leave their nine to five to become an entrepreneur and work 24-7. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what happened when I decided to leave my nine to five and become a photographer. Um, so that's kind of what led to my pivot once again into virtual assisting mm-hmm. slash OBM. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally did the virtual assisting for two weeks before I was like, Okay, I have so much more to offer. I have invested so much into my education and my knowledge when it comes to business and marketing background. I ran a successful business. I just knew that I needed to pivot to get to where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I got really clear on that vision. And so I quickly pivoted into the online business management um, role. And I've been doing that full time, like you said, um, I mentioned earlier for the last eight to nine months. And Mm -hmm been great <laughs> it's so been really tell, great. tell our audience if they don't know what exactly an online business manager is and and the way that you serve in that capacity yeah absolutely so if you think of it like a virtual assistant it's your person that you hand off tasks to and they're like your to-do list person mm-hmm. super vital to any business obviously we are one person trying to do numerous different roles and a VA can really be a good asset to anyone's business. Where I come in is I am more of your right-hand man. So I'm doing more than just doing the task. I'm helping you come up with the strategy, helping you come up with the next steps in your business to actually design a business that can propel you into what your vision is for your success. So I'm really like that secondhand COO person working right alongside you from start to finish. (laughs) So what's really interesting about this is that you were running your own businesses, you got um, activated, like something woke in you around the operation side of it, and fast forward a little bit and landed into that. And so, you know, I would... um, describe the online business manager as like a decision making partner in a business. And having been in the MLM world myself, you're learning a lot of like outwardly sales skills and the internet is selling us a lot of um, sort of recipes, magic recipes and things to 
uh, create overnight success, but there's a, a significant difference between having an idea and running a business. And so merging those two things is a great complement to the business owner who has the creative drive and then to an online business manager who can support that creative drive with some structure and strategy. And so now share with me what that looked like for you from MLM to photography to VA. Were you building, you know, becoming your own online business manager in a sense as you progressed? No, for sure. Especially in when I was in the photography industry, you know, I hit this plateau in my business because Mm -hmm. it was no longer, again, I was still trading my time for money because obviously as a photographer, you get paid per session, per hour for weddings, things like that. Um, And it really came down to, I was booking myself out full. I was working endless hours and it came down to where I was capping. I was capped at my income and I knew I wanted more. And so I actually pivoted into IPS, which is in-person sales. It's where you sell artwork along with your photography services. And so that kind of opened up my world into understanding that this is a legitimate business and there are legitimate decisions that have to go into yeah. this business in order to make it run successfully. So, um, you know, what I entered that IPS world, that's when I really started learning the back end of businesses, you know, and understanding what it means to have the right legal stuff in place, to have an actual content strategy more than just posting your sessions yeah. after you have them, you know, um, what it means to have a good client experience and what it means to, you know, be doing all those day to days, creating SOPs, tracking KPIs, um, just the importance of all that. And you're right through having that experience, it made me realize how much I love that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why this OBM role has really become such a passion for me is because I genuinely love being able to do that kind of stuff. Well, and what it does is um, it bring, brings some connection and order to the creativity. And so if a, if a business owner, and I'm talking to you now, beautiful audience, if you or feeling unsure of what move to make or that decision fatigue or that pressure of carrying the weight of your business on your own. This is where partnering with somebody um, and it's available at, at different scales. Like traditionally online business managers will work with business owners at six figures and above. Um, but there's, there's access to that knowledge and expertise even before that point. And Cara built that into her system. And I'm a huge um, advocate for doing it from a blank canvas, like from the get-go, from the startup phase, so that you don't have to implement it later and and undo a lot of the um, mess (laughs) that can accumulate and the the disorder that can accumulate with that. So um, there's some strategizing around that. And it's really fun to... um, bring the two sides of creativity and strategy together to bring something forward. So you mentioned that, you know, an aha in the photography business of hitting a plateau and a revenue plateau and a linear exchange. And so if you're a business owner and you're coming to that and you that you might have blinders on where you can't see what next move to make. And this is where working with somebody, even if it seems like it's too soon or scary, um, will bring in a fresh perspective and bring in a different line of expertise. And so Cara, at one point 
earlier on in your OBM business, you partnered with a mindset coach, a business coach to help you reach that next level, right? So take us into that moment a little bit as a living example of putting these pieces together as a startup. Yeah, absolutely. I think just like anybody else, I was investing in every marketing course, social media content course, all these different business-based courses. And it came down to, I realized the one piece I was missing was the mindset. Mm -hmm. All these courses touched on mindset. I'm Mm -hmm. sure the first week, the first module, I mean, they touch Mm -hmm. on it such a little piece, but your Mm -hmm. mindset is so vital to that success in your business and being able to break through those plateaus when you reach them, because you'll reach them at every level. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have the right mindset, you're going to have a lot tougher time working through that. So yeah, absolutely. I was hitting another plateau in my OBM business and it really came down to my mindset. So working with that mindset coach made me realize you know, the reason why I was feeling that burnout, that overwhelm all over again, even though I finally felt like I figured it out, I was Mm -hmm. still hitting that burnout. Mm -hmm. It was because of my mindset. I didn't have the clarity I needed, you know, to be able to make those next business decisions. You know, I I wasn't seeing the big picture. Um, I was focusing on the small things like... Mm -hmm. You know, I think so many entrepreneurs, when they first start out, their big goal is to quit their nine to five, right? Yeah. And everything else is like, yes. And it's always like, I'm going to quit my nine to five a year or two down the road, or, you know, I'm going to just keep working my business and one day it's going to replace my nine to five income. But the problem is, is they don't see the big picture. And if they saw the big picture and had that 100% clarity um, for themselves, they would see that quitting their nine to five is just another action on their to-do list mm-hmm. that they just have to make the decisions beforehand and come up with an actionable plan to be able to quit their nine to five. And then they continue on with that action plan, but you have to have that all in place and you have to have the mindset first in order to do that. So when you're a business owner, we're holding so many different hats and yes. The internet can be a very noisy place trying to tell us which hat to wear at any given time. And this is an important distinction of sort of the the quick, probably low cost, you know, $500 and under cost courses that promise to solve a problem and launch you forward. Um, But it's, you know, I will compare it to like going to the gym and and working a, a good 30 minute pump or cardio or, you know, heart rate raising activity and then going home and eating a bucket of ice cream. Yeah, it's exactly right? it. So you need a bigger plan and like you said, a bigger vision to see all the different hats that you need to be and then to be the leader of yourself in those hats. Yeah, for sure. And I think like another good point of kind of what you just said is I view that mindset piece as Obviously, all these business courses, these marketing courses, they are successful. That's why they're courses. Someone saw success using that strategy, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is you're continuing to ultimately fail at seeing your own success with those courses is because that mindset piece is missing. And that's the piece that gives you the tools to be able to implement them into your business, implement those programs, implement those strategies into your business. That's why that mindset piece was such a pivotal moment for me is it wasn't that I didn't have the knowledge to run a successful business. It's Mm -hmm. that I didn't have the 
consistency, the discipline, the mindset piece of it to be able to implement that knowledge into my business. So with the mindset coach um, that you chose, uh, I want to take advantage of going a little bit behind the scenes in, you know, who did you not necessarily who did you pick by name unless you want to name them, but what I was absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> what was finding them like and what were you looking for and what you know kind of solidified your confidence in picking somebody in a presumably multi-thousand dollar investment? Absolutely. Um, I would say my best advice for picking your own mindset coach would be to interview a few of them, like get to know a few different ones and find the one that you connect with. That's really what it came down to. I had been talking and making connections with so many mindset coaches, but he was really the one that I resonated with the most, the one that I connected with the most, the one that I felt like on our first call knew exactly what I needed to see that success. Like he nailed it on the head. Um, His name is Michael Getz and I fully recommend him. He's been amazing. He doesn't run a program that's, you know, generic or, you know, takes people through the same program. It's very one-to-one and very customized to what you are dealing. And he just genuinely really cares about your success. Um, I can say that wholeheartedly and absolutely. It was a larger investment, but one that I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't make that investment. I 1000% believe mindset is probably the number one investment you should make in your business. Well, it helps thread everything together and it helps you see what you're not seeing and then teaches you the skill of seeing what you're not seeing for yourself. Absolutely. Right. And so when you're investing, you're not investing in Michael Getz, you're investing in Cara Bubolds and in your future and the sake of your family. Like she has this beautiful post, you guys, on her Instagram about her why. And it's her family. It's her four kids. And so she's doing all of this while being at home with children. So there's no excuses there. One one cheesy movie line that I love is from the Red Door or something with Selma Hayek and The Rock and somebody else and and Selma's character says you can have results or excuses but not both and so when you're going to commit to um, an investment like that in yourself then follow through with it so you must have had a component of you know opening up space in your life to take this journey with the mindset coach three six twelve months something like that yeah I yeah. still work with him today. You still work with him today. So it's not <laughs> a one and done, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say too, like investing in a mindset coach impacted more than just my business. I mean, yeah. obviously my kids are my entire world and it impacted my role as a mother. It impacted my role as a provider and my mindset around my responsibilities around the house and with the kids and things of that nature. It just... It was an investment that impacted my life, not just my business, if that makes sense. So, you know, again, online, we hear mindset, this, that, business. And I'm so glad you bring that up because when we really take time to work on ourselves, actually beyond our business, or one of my 
taglines as using your business as the playground for your soul development, right? It's, it's just the training ground that then leads to other results. So if we go to the gym and use a weight machine, then at home, that means that we can do a little bit extra gardening, like it increases our fitness. So um, it's, it is a, a great benefit that lends itself to so much more, and it expands who you are, and helps you be more you, which then means you can serve in more capacity, which then means you can raise the vision of your business that you, Cara, would have had eight months ago upon discovering, you know, the online business manager yeah. industry and now looking towards how much more you can create under that umbrella. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think another, you know, point to make with that is it's all about harmonizing that work and life work. Uh, responsibilities. So I know people always talk about this work-life balance and I'm one of those believers that it just does not exist. It's about finding a way to have it all work together because yeah. the vision you have for your life, I mean, it includes your personal life. It includes your work life. Mm -hmm. Those two things will always coexist. So it's about harmonizing them together. And I think, again, mindset is what helped me do that and help me find that. <laughs> So to put down some stress and attachment to the business defining who you are, yeah. to then, you know, not be addicted to the hustle and the the adrenaline or dopamine hits of comments on a Facebook post or an email that went out or a sale and acclimatizing to being an entrepreneur, that being a regular part of what comes through the various channels throughout the day while you're at the playground with your kids being present with them while you're making supper and not uh, like I would um you know just be hooked on whoa where's the business how's it going yep. and then and then I lose presence in the beautiful moments like my daughter's almost five all the beautiful moments that happen through all these fast development stages um, and just settling in like you said this beautiful beautiful harmonizing which now I just you know take us through what that looks like in your world you've especially with four little children like that I'm sure people are like, how does she do it? What does that mean? And by the way, um, guys, Kara is also taking an online course um, to, you know, continue to add to her expertise portfolio as an online business manager. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on. So what does this harmonizing look like for you at home? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really come down to just being really disciplined and setting my boundaries. Um, also, like developing the skill set to be able to be totally mindful in what it is that I'm doing in that moment, using time blocking and being mindful that, okay, right now I'm working. Then the next hour, okay, right now I'm in school. The next hour, okay, now I'm homeschooling my kids. Mm -hmm. Now the next hour, now I'm in full mom mode. I want to enjoy this time with them and make memories with them. And I'm not sure. It's just like, I think I also, a big part of it is I'm able to work with my kids right next to me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm able to stop my work and be able to read a book to them. I'm able mm -hmm. to, you know, come in and out of it because I know exactly where I'm at, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just about being able to be super clear again mm -hmm. on your vision and knowing what it is you're doing in your business. That's why I like my business is full of SOPs. I, yeah. if I stop halfway through an SOP, I know exactly where to pick it up and finish okay. that task, you know? 
So it's again about creating that skill set, creating those systems, creating, you know, that um, consistency, that routine is what really how I make it all work <laughs> together. So it's an organized framework that lets you know what you've got going on and when yeah. and when you have to do each of those things. So, you know, it's a very, very visual description that you just gave of right now I'm working and this is my focus and I can just surrender to what's in front of me. And yes. now it's with the children and now it's with this. And you know when those responsibilities come up. So you guys, then she doesn't have to carry them all at once all the time. Oh, I gotta work on my business. I gotta feed the kids. I gotta do laundry. And you know, I'm I'm relaxing into this. I've been sad. It's so funny. <laughs> and I love it, the awareness, because I've been so tight and so constricted. And then even through my own personal journey, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like chilling out. I'm groovy. And then something comes <laughs> up and I'm like, holy dude, like you are still so uptight and strung out. <laughs> and and now bringing in for me a lot of levity, a lot of play in that to relax. And, you know, like none of us are Atlas. None of us are carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. Not to discount that we're not going through um, strife or duress or different things in life, um, but that we can, through simplicity, achieve the things that we want to achieve in an easy way. Um mm -hmm by taking care of ourselves first right and and then again like applying it to what's around us and practicing and practicing so what's changed for you from when you started with mindset coach to now in terms I, of you yeah I mean I like you just described it I feel at peace I feel 100% confident when I'm with my kids that that's my focus right there I feel 100% confident when I am doing my work and providing for my family that that's my focus right then and there. Yeah. Um, I just have been able to have this complete clarity. I've learned more about myself. I know exactly what it is that I need for me to be able to fill my cup back up. And that overflows into my business. It overflows into motherhood. It overflows into everything. So for me, the mindset coaching and implementing that into my life, it really just gave me the clarity that I think everyone is searching for, especially through motherhood, through entrepreneurship, um, all the above. Yeah. So through working a nine to five job and feeling like um, time is in a, in a place of scarcity, but you know, we have to build these transitions. When example I love to use is like, you don't go to the gym for 30 minutes and leave 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> You have to go to the gym for 30 minutes, 30 days in a row or like every other day and That's build that. Yeah. And the vision is what draws you towards that. So when your, your vision was planted at the beginning with your first child, um, you know, what, what did that look like to how much has it grown and what does it look like now? Oh my goodness. I, I don't even know if I can put that into words. <laughs> <laughs> my vision back when my first child was born was so small compared to what it is now, just because I found such profound belief in myself now that, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it is tenfolded since then. Right? 
I, and I want to, it's okay that because it, it is a big concept, but it's important for the listeners to hear um, this, this evolution, because you might look the same as you did five years ago physically, but your internal self has evolved so much. And so, you know, on your first day, you could walk around the block and now you can climb a mountain and you know that you're that you're capable of that. And I would say this confidence and clarity is, um, you, you know, the sense of embodiment and of full surrender to who you had an inkling that you wanted to be, yeah. and then just figuring out how to bring that into a reality. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the best way I can describe it is based off revenue. Um, so back then, my number in my head was like, okay, if I bring in, you know, one to 2000 a month, I can stay home. I'm paying for the groceries. I'm paying for this and bill and that bill. And that was my goal. Right. Mm -hmm. Where now it's like, we went from one to 2000 to now I am looking at 20 to $30,000 a month. You know, like mm -hmm. that's my next goal that I want to hit. And that was not even imaginable <laughs> when I was just starting out. I was still very stuck in that nine to five brain. Yep. Of, okay, I'm going to go look for this six figure job, you know, 100,000 a year. That's my big dream. And, you know, now my husband, he even he works a six figure job now. And it's just I'm dreaming way beyond that. Even, even beyond <laughs> you that. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. So when we're start so what would current you tell previous version of you now knowing what you know just hang in there right <laughs> just, yeah just keep following the course and taking those actionable steps and continue to invest in yourself you will get there <laughs> an important thing that's coming out of your story is you don't know what you're capable of unless you keep trying and figuring it out Absolutely. Failure taking, to success. Yeah. Right. Fall forward into something. Yeah. Um, and, and growing that trust by repetition. So if anybody's feeling like they're lacking confidence, it just means that you need more practice. Yeah, right. I, that is actually one of my biggest beliefs is confidence is either a good or bad reputation that you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. and your ability to be disciplined, your ability to be consistent. And I took that from my mindset coach. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I think it is so true that you're not going to be confident if you haven't been consistent. You're not going to be confident if you haven't been clear on your goals. You aren't going to be confident if you haven't continued to prove to yourself that you are capable of this, that you are capable of getting through each and every failure. So willing to go through the discomfort until you reach another grain of sand, even of confidence yeah. in your bucket. And if it's, you know, a grain of sand at a time or a spoonful, or sometimes a dump truck comes in and contributes, like, <laughs> you know, probably signing your first OBM retainer client would have been like, boom, yeah, yes. and anchors in. And so that adds to the confidence. And then, okay, how can I do this again and again and keep going, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. So in your own business, do you have a team now? Do you have any um, team members, like an assistant or 
marketing or anything? Yes. Um, so I have actually just recently transitioned to most of my team work is going into AI technology. Okay. Um, just because I've created such a good system within my business that I'm not having to do most of the work um, when it comes to, you know, the tedious task, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's all about automation and systems, SOPs. I will say that word all the time. <laughs> they are they're vital. <laughs> they're standard the standard operating procedures, right? It's yes. the how-to manual. If you guys have been wondering, what's an SOP? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> your how-to <Exactly>. manual. <laughs> yes. It can save you a lot of time just taking the time to make an SOP and actually implementing it. It can cut your workload literally in half. <laughs> Well, and the importance of that is when you hire somebody, you can hand them the step-by-step process that exactly. they need to do. So you reduce training, you reduce, um, you know, miscommunication, you reduce even uh, having to supervise them, and it speeds up the onboarding process. Plus, it makes your business a much more welcoming and easy-to-navigate place for somebody who, you know, could be in a different part of the world entirely. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when I bring in graphic designers to help me out with things. Yeah. Um, it can <laughs> it can be really stressful if you don't have a process in place. And so, yeah, that SOP can be a lifesaver to, like you said, just hand that over and they know exactly what they need to do to get the work back to you as quickly as possible. And yeah, there's a lot less of back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask was... Um, so using AI technology, so it allows you to leverage yourself, okay? So as a as a working mom, even working for yourself, you can create efficiency in the hats that you have to wear without necessarily um, having somebody working for you on a on, on a like a monthly retainer basis. So yeah. this allows for um, that ability to have some growth without that linear time exchange. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, just finding those ways to cut down on your workload and going back to that vision and making smart choices, smart decisions, smart moves in your business. It's all about strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a game of chess. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or you guys are gonna like you're gonna stop listening to the show because I say it ad nauseum, but like training for the Olympics is a consistent and team supported journey, um, resource supported journey, and so, uh, you know, Kara, looking back on the courses and things that you took knowing what you know now, and and we're not going to discount the value of them having been part of the journey, having, you know, still being grains of sand in that bucket. Yeah. But do you think you could have still got here without as much shiny object? I think if I would have started with mindset first, I could have saved myself a shitload of money yeah. <laughs> and a crap load of time yeah. um, to get to where I am today, for yeah. sure. I yeah. think I would have had a lot more, again, of that skill set to be able to implement the tools that were given to me um, and not have to take so many different courses that were just preaching the same exact thing. 
Well, and that that were you know these um, divided silos of things yeah, that that we hadn't we you me others hadn't figured out how to really connect them in a meaningful way, as well as applying them in a custom way because everybody's business is a little bit different. Sure, maybe we're an online coach or you know a, an online therapist or energy reader or whatever, but everybody's programming is just a little bit different, and so we yeah. need. We need to integrate it based on our own needs, our own visions, our own cognitive styles in order for them to really become effective. Yeah, not, absolutely. Yeah, not like the Betty Crocker recipe on the back of the box, you know, <laughs> just add water, good to go. Yeah. Like there's there's a little bit of fine tuning that we need to, to implement. So absolutely. So, mindset from the get-go it's never too soon you were um it sounds like one to three years when you came to the OBM side and at that point really found a calling I felt the same way um at the beginning of my OBM journey I was just like this is where it's at it's so fun I'm you know such a such a planner structure type of person I just love things to be linear um and so you know I just want to pull out for those listening that when that, I guess, switch came on of this is what I want to do, that's when you matched that moment with um, a commitment and a discipline to really go all in on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's when I realized that I needed to legitimize my business to make it go where I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're working in the full capacity, the robustness of what you now love, right? So some retainer yeah. clients ongoing and, and having fun and creativity and that sort yeah, of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. like you said, I love what I do. I feel more at peace with what I do yeah. because I enjoy it so much. So that's, again, like you've seen that again. And let's pull out that the sense of peace comes from having the clarity and the confidence in the type of business that's going to work for you in your life. So if we're running around in our nervous system activated and and kind of unsure, we're feeling unsettled, it's because we haven't come to that. And it's not going to come from, you know, yet another online course or yet another book or retreat. It's going to come from sitting with yourself and actually taking things away that are distracting or overstimulating you to um, be able to see your inner system your inner heart of what's there and what you want to be doing and harmonizing it into the lifestyle absolutely a hundred percent yeah so managing a household managing four children working an online business you know give us an example of um, a day or a week in the life of and how that looks because we've got moms out here got people with full-time jobs um, you know variety of different listeners and um, somebody who can organize and self-lead through that may have some wisdom to share. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say my red, yellow, green time blocking technique is essential. And I plan that out the day before. Um, I do it on a weekly scale and then a daily scale. And that's where all the pillars of my responsibilities from the house chores to my business to my kids needs. Um, And that's more than just their physical needs. That's their emotional needs as well. Like I need to spend time with my daughter one-on-one today. I need to, you know, go for a walk today. That's also taking care of my own needs as well, um, you know, as a mom. So it's, I need to sit down and watch one TV show episode, 
completely uninterrupted after the kids go to bed. I need that today. You know, it's really all about understanding the needs of each pillar of my responsibility. And I plan that out accordingly. Mm -hmm. So then you can feel organized. You can see what's ahead of you. It's connected to the bigger picture of the week, the month, but you're taking it on in um, digestible bites that don't overwhelm or, you know, get the nervous system hyperactivated and freaked out. And by doing that way, I can honestly say that I am far more productive, far happier in every single area of my life. 100%. Yeah, because you have uh, like a lighthouse guiding you. And you guys, if you're not picking this up, it's building the habit and repetition, which creates the discipline. So you're automating your discipline, yeah. right? And removing the decision fatigue and removing the, um, uh, like, sort of the distraction of, you know, where do I have to go? So a real tangible example for this um, through my journey has been tabs having tabs open in a browser or multiple browser windows with multiple tabs open. I have purged myself down habitually with discipline and pain at times to Mm -hmm. only have a handful of tabs open at a time focused or connected around the same project and work on it for the block of time that's available and then move on to the next. And then that way it's not a bunch of spinning plates and it's it wasn't that hard and it increased productivity along the way because the nervous system calm, that sense of peace came in and then you can really merge with whatever you're creating or working on and, and some beautiful things emerge as a result that, you know, like moments with children, ideas for clients, aha strategies can come out from having that, um, quiet intentional presence that nervous system regulation yeah yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, beautiful is there anything else that you want to share insights that you have that you think would be you know useful to somebody starting out and and feeling uncertain and you know maybe not so confident or any pivotal moments through your journey that somebody needs to hear I think the biggest lessons that I've learned that if you're feeling burnt out, it's because you don't have clarity. And that means that you haven't done enough work on your mindset. And I'm telling you, that is the absolute foundation to your success. If you've taken the courses, you've invested in the coaches, the consultants, you have the knowledge, it's that you're missing the mindset piece. Um, And I have two great referrals for you if you're looking for a mindset coach it'd be michael getz or veronica schiltz which i can give you those names um, to include but they're both great michael is great for the mindset piece all around business piece and veronica is great for nervous system regulation for sure yeah like we're not living in caveman times anymore where we need to be running (laughs) away from wild animals um fires yes where i'm living up in western canada unfortunately (laughs) i don't want to dismiss that but you know we live in in a really blessed and abundant place and so but our biological systems need some reminding so have you brought any mindset trainings into your online business Absolutely. Yeah, with your clients. (laughs) Absolutely. I have brought it to my clients a thousand percent. I think like what we were talking about earlier, that mindset 
coaching is not just something that you implement in your business. It really does change you in all aspects. It changes how I carry myself. It changes the way I think about things. So yeah, it just naturally comes out in my business and when I'm talking to people and interacting with people. Absolutely. And I, I'd like to know as well as we wrap up um, how and if, but I'm going to assume how it's changed who you choose to work with from an empowered place of knowing your worth, knowing your skills, knowing your fees and the the value that's delivered in there, maybe from the early days and, you know, I'll take anybody. I just want to get this thing going versus I'm looking for good chemistry because you guys like an online business manager, you're really in it with the business owner and you want to have some good chemistry with them. And so, you know, what yeah, no, I love that. Um, I think what it has given me is the confidence to be patient and to really be able to take a step back and make those data-driven, those smart decisions on how to bring that next lead in the door, how to sign that next client, you know, just trusting that process, trusting the journey, you know, yeah. being able to have that confidence to do that. Absolutely. Um, it has impacted my decision-making, my ability to just, I'm going to say it again, feel at peace with knowing that yeah. my next right client yeah. is coming. Yes, that's right. So this is the long game of being an entrepreneur is is not being concerned with the ebbs and flows. Like when our kids were learning to, (laughs) right? Like our kids were learning to walk and one day they did 10 steps and the next day they did two. We didn't sit there presumably going, oh my God, they're never going to learn to walk because they did 10 yesterday and they did two. They're regressing. Like it builds over time. And so you want to be able to ride that out. And when you give yourself that um, knowing of who you do want to work with, a lot of beauty can come from that because you can build a long-term relationship, you can build a beautiful referral system, you can, um, you know, develop yourself, it, it, practice your skill with them in more ways if there's a genuine connection. So this is operating without scarcity and in that that true self-leading mindset of yeah what you will and won't accept in your business for sure absolutely yeah beautiful holy smokes we've covered a lot (laughs) (laughs) we did (laughs) not pre-planned ladies not pre-planned we just go with the flow (laughs) super if there's any closing remarks I mean I feel like I've we've kind of come to a a great place to wrap up if there's anything else that you want to leave our listeners with no, just we talked so long. I lost daylight. <laughs> I wondered what my happened. Light, yeah, no, my light like continued to just get less and less. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, goodness. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but okay. no, we covered so many great things. It's been a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Well, thanks for joining me here today. I can't wait to publish this and I'll be seeing you around online. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Awesome. Thanks, Cara. Yeah, bye. Bye.